It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network, where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. Today, the National Security Hour team is here to bring you the news on Independence Day. With us is General Thomas McInerney, General Paul Vallely, Dr. Michael Shore, Colonel Mike, and Ed Hugland. Welcome, gentlemen. Today is a day to celebrate our independence and to make sure that we continue to have that independence. General McInerney, I'll let you open. Well, thank you very much, Mary. Indeed, in this 247th anniversary of our Declaration of Independence, it is a very special honor to be with such an august group and discuss what has happened. Little did I know in some 60, uh, 66 years ago, uh, 67, when I took the oath of allegiance on the plains at West Point to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that 66, 67 years later, our greatest threat would be domestic threat. And what do I mean by that? Well, over the last six, seven years, you have seen a Russian hoax in a campaign, a presidential campaign, in which Donald J. Trump won the 2016 election. Then his administration faced the Russian hoax created by the Democratic Party, Barack Hussein Obama, uh, Jim Clapper, Jim Comey, uh, and Brennan, John Brennan et al. He had two impeachments in uh, in President Trump's administration. Uh, after that, we saw in 2020 a stolen election, the first time in our history of this magnitude. Certainly, we had questions under the Kennedy-Nixon election uh, in 1960. But in 2020, it was a soft coup d'etat. Immediately, the Biden administration started off with giving up our energy independence, the first time in history that a nation has given up such an important national security advantage to give up our energy independence. He had open borders. We've had 6 million people come across our borders. Plus, uh, we are we gave up and surrendered in Afghanistan and gave up $85 billion worth of equipment to the Taliban after 20 years. We're teaching critical race theory, a, a Marxist ideology in the military at the service academies, K through 12 in our colleges. We had inflation upwards of eight to 10% there. Lawlessness is rampant in democratic cities. We have racial unrest that we hadn't had before, although that was clearly planted by Barack Hussein Obama in his eight years. And then just recently, we had the Supreme Court deny Biden his college loans, where he wanted to give almost $100 trillion 
away to uh, some of the wealthiest American families. So this is our challenge on this 247th uh, anniversary of our independence. And I pass it over to my good friend and colleague, General Paul Vallely. Well, thank you, Tom. Yes, we are celebrating the uh, 247th Independence Day this 4th of July in America the Beautiful. And may I remind everybody, I, I think we should all know this and understand that patriotism is supporting your country all the time and your government when it deserves it, so said Mark Twain. In celebrating the 247th Independence Day, American patriots across the country will demonstrate their respect for the American flag. Americans will continue to set an example for the younger generation, that's what we should be doing, of the deep and honorable respect they should have for the American flag that they should have pride in each and every day. The U.S. Constitutional Republic was established by the founding fathers who respected their creator and demonstrated their indomitable courage in the face of death threats, wars, to declare their freedom from an oppressive government, the British government at that time. They limited the powers of any future oppressive government while protecting the privileges and liberties of the individual, as was outlined in the Bill of Rights. Elected representatives today must follow the example of the Founding Fathers, and they're not, by focusing on protecting the freedoms of an individual, all individuals, and preventing any kind of oppressive, tyrannical government from continually trying to limit our freedoms as American citizens, given in the U.S. Constitution. I'll elaborate a little bit more on what we need to do to ensure that we have an increase, a never-increase and popular patriotic support of our country because our children are not being taught history of what America was, what it stands for. They've almost eliminated history out of our grade schools and intermediate schools. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. Ed, what, what are your thoughts on this day? Well, thank you, General Valley. Thank you, General McInerney, and to the great team we have here, all patriots. <clears throat> on this 247th day of independence, what well, my greatest concern is, is that will we have our 248th day of independence, given the way the country is going right now? But to your point, Paul, we must show respect and honor our founders, the thousands who've made the ultimate sacrifice, our veterans, and those who provide for our domestic and national security so that we may continue to enjoy the cover of freedom provided by the tree called liberty. We know, we all know, that freedom is not free. It should not be taken for granted. And this was realized by Thomas Jefferson when he stated that the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. That time may soon be upon us. And so as I pass this over to the two mics, God bless America. And let's pay attention to what we're doing here in this country, because we need to maintain and keep our independence. The Declaration of Independence lives. Let's keep it that way. Dr. Mike, why don't you go first? Well, on, on, this, uh, on this 4th of July, I think we, we are in a position where, uh, first, we need to remember General Washington's words that if the freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent, we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. And that's about where we are at the, at the moment. I also think not only of the document of, that, that Mary and the 
the rest of you have spoken of, the Declaration of Independence. But I, I think of a document that was written almost um, a year to the day before the Declaration of Independence, rather, was published. And it was written by Thomas Jefferson and John Dickinson. And it was called On the Necessity of Taking Up Arms. And it was a, a declaration by a unanimous Continental Congress that the refusal of the government to pay attention to pet petitions uh, uh, verging on begging, uh, that, that it left no recourse for Americans, but to uh, resist the increasing tyranny of the uh, uh, British government by a force of arms. I think that's that's probably the greatest American state paper, and the basis of all that we are and all that we've won in this in this on this continent. I also think it's worth remembering, and we're we're a day after, and and uh, uh, General Lee's army was on the way to the Potomac to get back across. But on this day, uh, an enormous effort was staged uh, on the day before, on three July. An enormous effort was staged in Gettysburg to win the in independence of the South. Uh, the battle was a little less than a, uh, a draw. Uh, Lee got away to fight for two more years with his army. But that war was about independence, and they lost. And the government of our day is saying, well, that decided the issue. No, that decided that war. Uh, there's no, there's still no constitutional uh, prohibition against secession, against seeking a people's own independence or reaffirming that independence. So uh, these two days, the third and the fourth of July, are, are resonant with American determination to uh, win their independence or protect it. And so that's that's kind of how I look at the day right now. Thank you, Michael. Okay. Uh, I, I'm a lot less hopeful. I, I wish everybody celebrates, but you know, I'm going to tell you something. We took God out of the country and God has turned his back on us. And, uh, you know, I do, we do a lot of shows, you know, on our show, on our podcast with people who are, are God-fearing people. Um, for God to bless America, we have to bless God. We've been a very blessed nation for all these years. Uh, what happened to our country it's been taken over by demonic and satanic people. Uh, you can see what's happening just the last couple of days with the ally who helped us during the Revolutionary War, the French. Their country's on fire. Uh, this is no accident. You don't get these kind of weapons in police stations. Stuff was planted. Stuff was probably shipped from Ukraine to Europe, uh, to France. Uh, Macron is, is at a, a concert with uh, Elton John. His country's on fire. You have about 40, 4,700 uh, Africans coming into Italy per day on craft, and they're not doing too much about that. Uh, what we see happening in Europe will be here. What we see happening around the globe will be here. Right now in Portland, I couldn't, I couldn't see, see if it was Portland, uh, Maine or Portland, Oregon, but the people from the Congo and Benin, they're ready to riot and burn down buildings because they have no shelter as of August bringing them in from the, there's, there's nothing, we, they have nothing in common with us. So these leaders that we call leaders, which some people call elite, which I call American oligarchs, 
are destroying our country from within, like McInerney said. He would never have believed this years ago. I'll be honest with you. I want to be on the show with you today, but I'm not celebrating. I'll go to Gettysburg tomorrow, but I'm not celebrating. I'm not happy about it because there's nothing to celebrate when you have a degenerate, corrupt government of American oligarchs that have been taken over by world economic people and by the American businesses and the elite businesses that are in this country that are in partners with China. So, Mary, I'll let you talk about human events when in the course of human events. Uh, the concerning aspect there I have, uh, Colonel Mike, is, is I will still celebrate the 4th of July today, but I will not celebrate the corrupt administration we have because what we are celebrating when we celebrate the 4th of July are those patriots, our founders who not only gave their lives, but gave their fortunes and, and in many cases, their family generations for many years to help this country become independent. So we have to continue on to provide those folks some different perspectives in terms of that it is great to celebrate America, but we have to be realistic in terms of what's actually happening here. As we go to break here, we want to make sure that AmericaOutloud.com is your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We must all do our part and share the stories, the articles, the podcasts, and videos so we can help secure America's future and also secure our next Independence Day. We'll be right back. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's Chief Medical Board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. 
Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix Rx. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic-era strains for decades? Cofix Rx took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix Rx nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rx nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Welcome back to the National Security Hour. I'm with us today are the two generals, General Paul Valley, General Thomas McInerney, the two Mikes, Colonel Mike and Dr. Mike, myself and our fabulous producer, Mary Fanny. Mary, as we went into break, we were all able to make initial comments on Independence Day and the Declaration of Independence. Turning it over to you, ma'am. And thank you, Ed. And on this Independence Day, it's important to remember that our nation was founded by a confluence of, of geniuses. And they came together to make sure that we, that we lived under our God-given freedoms. And right now we are looking at a totalitarian uh, administration that has stolen power, that stole the last election, and it is going to be up to the American people to preserve their freedom. Uh, Thomas Jefferson said that he would rather die, he swore to God, that he would rather die than live under the thumb of the British. And I think the American people feel the same way. We're looking at the uneven application of the government, of the rule of law. Uh, we're looking at the politicization of our government, uh, that there's no fair and equal application. So right now, it's as important to understand our founding, our constitution, our, our bill of rights, and to understand that we, the people, must take back our country because no one no one is coming to save us. We, the people, are those that we are waiting for. Go ahead, Ed. Oh, absolutely, Mary. You know, and as I was reading through the Declaration of Independence and, and some of the notes that you had sent over prior to, that I saw some interesting parallels between King George and the Manchurian President Biden we have in the Oval Office right now. So one of them was... Uh, King George had forbid, forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance. And under this current Manchurian president, he's refused and countered the governors at every step. And every step, he's countered states' rights by knocking down their walls, opening their borders, and then distributing the illegals across the country. And you can go on a number of different aspects here is that he's also refused, as King George did, to allow for passage of laws or accommodations of large districts of people in the United States, Biden's refused to sign and pass laws that this Congress has passed. And he's put his own executive orders above the law and trying to advance his own patronage, the same patronage he's getting from China and Russia. Over to, 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 over to you, the two mics, for, for further comment. Go ahead, Colonel. Go ahead, Mike, you go. Okay, all right. <laughs> 
I, I think I think Ed's exactly right. We're in a, we're in a, a deuce of a jam here, and uh, we have a military that's led by two traitors. And uh, I had known it, but I heard uh, Matt Getz speak yesterday about uh, the hundreds of pilots that were cashiered because they wouldn't take the the shot, and also a substantial number of people from the special forces. Uh, the idea that we're not weaker than, they, than we were two years ago militarily, uh, or perhaps even in terms of readiness and, and not just strength, is, is, a, is I think, a mistake. Uh, how do we get back to, to common sense? Well, that, that's, a good, uh, that's a good question. Um, uh, Edmund Burke said during, the, our, during our revolution uh, from the British Parliament, he said, don't be fools. No American, no Englishman, which we were at the time, can be talked into slavery. Well, what we're seeing is a monstrous effort to do exactly into that, to, to uh, use the media to, to uh, uh, lie to the American people. They didn't cover anything in France for the first couple of days. And now the only thing they're saying in the mainstream is that it's calming down and things will be okay. When that the, the evidence seems exactly the contrary. So I, I think we have to really um, look at finding a way, finally, to get everyone awake. And I don't know what it's going to take. Maybe it's going to take some action by the, the federal government, some additional action. I really thought that 200 uh, food processing plants would have been enough to wake up a lot of people around this country, uh, which certainly was done by some by some branch or some ally of the U.S. government, of Biden's administration. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's 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 a tough it's a tough road to hoe. But we've 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 gone up further, uh, more more difficult roads or as difficult roads. But this is going to be a long shot if we can't turn it around in the near term. Well, I'll go back, Mike. I'll jump in now. So going back to Paul Valley, General Valley. When he opened about, you know, the education of the, the children, there's no civics anymore in school. It's the Declaration of Independence in Congress, July 4, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. And here it is. This is what you have to pay attention to. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth, the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of God, nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to separation. With, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and that they're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving from their just powers, from the consent of the governed, that when any, whenever any form of government becomes destructive and these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundations on such principles, stand organizing and power such form as them shall be seen most likely to the effect of safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown 
that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than the right themselves to abolishing the forms of which they are accustomed. I'm saying this for a reason. And you guys are really patriots. General Valley, General McInerney, you know, I only served a couple of years. Eddie, you served more than I did. Okay. But I believe at this point in our history, especially after the coup of our government, that men should have just cashiered out. They should have said, give me my discharge, honorable or dishonorable. I have a family and I have to look in the mirror and I have to answer to God. But we don't have those men anymore. We don't have the men that founded this country. They're worried about getting a retirement, getting on a board, serving on some kind of a, a defense contractor and going against the people. And that's why they're bringing these people across the border. These people coming across the border will be fighting us in the streets like we see in Paris. So let's be realistic with the people. We have this in our declaration. Read it. We have to abolish this government. Okay, next. Well, let me, uh, let me chime in here. Uh, uh, those are uh, all excellent points. We are laying the foundation of uh, just Colonel Mike, what you're talking about that our founding fathers told us to be aware of. Uh, <clears throat> I laid out 10 or so uh, situations where they have violated the Constitution and given us every right <laughs> to change this government. We have never done this before. Uh, there's a debate whether this is a celebration today or whatever it is. The fact is, it's an acknowledgement that this government has betrayed the American people and our Constitution. And now it is time for this government and, and for the, the political types that say we've got to get out the vote. We are being used by technologies that the founding fathers never envisioned before. Cyber warfare, 2,000 mules and mail-in ballots using technology that they never envisioned. But they did envision domestic enemies. And we've all talked about these domestic enemies. So that is the step we're at now. And it's exposing because maybe 40 to 50% of America understands what we're talking about. The rest are oblivious to it. And so and that is our mission right now, to explain to the American people the violations by this administration from a corrupt, unconstitutionally elected administration to all the acts that they have committed in violation of our Constitution. General Vallely, over to you. Well, thank you, General McInerney. Uh, we have to today declare, declare as patriots of this country that all of our elected representatives, officials, in the government today at all levels must follow the example of the founding fathers by focusing on protecting the freedoms of the individual and preventing an oppressive government that we see each and every day acting against the people from continually trying to limit the freedoms of all of the citizens of America that were given to us under the US Constitution. American patriots right now Starting today, everyone must oppose the attempts 
that the progressives, the Marxists, the Communist Social Democratic Party to try to suppress the celebration of America's on Independence Day. And they're doing it today, or well, they will be doing it today, as, as we'll experience. Now, as an example, for three years in a row, the Biden-Obama administration has refused to allow the annual Independence Day fireworks display to take place at Mount Rushmore, South Dakota, at the site where four U.S. presidents were carved into the side of Mount Rushmore. People of South Dakota must stand up. Any visitors must stand up and celebrate 4th of July at Mount Rushmore as a symbol. Now, the United States history is not a blank page on which America's domestic enemies, progressives, Marxists, social, whatever you want to call this move in America to a tyrannical government can substitute untruths and insert the lies that America has always been an irredeemable racist nation in their dishonest and racist version of the U.S. history. The American patriots must also oppose the attempts to divide the American people by race, to tear down America's patriotic symbols, the continued program by our domestic enemies. And that's what we have today, treason, foreign and domestic enemies against the citizens of America. Now, these domestic enemies uh, must be eliminated. We have to do everything we can at all levels of government. We've got to do something about the criminality, the lack of, uh, the, well, I would say the lack of officials such as district attorneys and mayors not abiding by their oath if they took one to make sure that we have civility in our cities, protect our citizens. So we have a lot of work to do on this 4th of July, and we all have to work together as patriots to redeem what has happened to this country just since the Biden administration and the Obama administration, because we know Obama, he's running Biden. Biden is just a puppet. He's mentally deficient. He's sick. There's no doubt about that. Um, but we have to look forward from this day on. How are we going to redeem? How are we going to save America? And we have to do it as patriots. Well, I, I would add to that that uh, it, it's a bit uh, myopic to just look at this administration. Uh, we can go back to the to the fifties uh, uh, when the Congress surrendered its its uh, ability to its responsibility, full responsibility to declare war, and ceded it to a, to a series of half mad presidents who have kept us continually at war since nineteen fifty. Uh, it, it is it is a deeply deeply embedded illegality, unconstitutionality, and greed that we're facing, and it's going to take a washing of this system. At least the bureaucracies, the bureaucrats that have been hired either under Clinton, Obama, or uh, Bush, Jr., or uh, uh, um, uh, what's his name, Biden, are going to have to be removed. They have sat there and watched what's happened, despite what their what their uh, oath of office has said. It's a long, hard trail back. Uh, I think we have to think seriously about wiping out any any more executive orders from any president, and force the Congress to either either you know act uh, responsibly or get out. And so I think the problem is much bigger. 
than just the last three years. And I know you all realize that, but I'm not sure that the American people do. Uh, and I'm not sure if they ever will. Michael, those are all good points. And we've got to look to 2024 because I'm not sure we're going to have a fair election, as Gerald McInerney has pointed out many times. Uh, I'm not sure we're even going to have an election. So many things are unfolding in the world, the economic collapse, uh, the, uh, the world trying to uh, really diminish uh, and destroy the dollar. You have a new Eastern alliance with other countries. And all of this affects our country. It affects our domestic tranquility, our domestic uh, production. Uh, when we look at the high inflation rates and you look at maybe a shortage of food, attack on our grid system. I mean, we've got a lot of threats foreign and domestic out there. And I'm afraid we have treasonous elements within our government who are not protecting the American people. We have treasonous elements within the population of the United States that have nothing to do with the government, sir, also. That's another problem. These yeah. people are treasonous, not in the sense of the South, in, in that they certainly want to Well, it's a great discussion, gentlemen and ladies. And so as we go to break here, We'll be back to continue the discussion on our Declaration of Independence. And you can see from the group here, there's a lot of concern across us about America's future, but you can see that we're all patriots. You can find out more about our shows on the latest podcast if you go to the menu navigation bar at American Out Loud under Shows or Schedule. Follow us, all of us, and stay engaged. You'll be in the know. We'll be right back. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline. 
but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Hello, America. This is Del Wilbur inviting you to join me as we take a two-minute stroll through history on America Out Loud. November 6, 1860, Abraham Lincoln is elected the 16th President of the United States, becoming the first Republican to win the presidency. Lincoln received only 40% of the popular vote, but handily defeated the three other candidates, Southern Democrat John C. Breckinridge, Constitutional Union candidate John Bell, and Northern Democrat Stephen Douglas, a U.S. Senator for Illinois. Lincoln first gained national stature during his campaign against Stephen Douglas of Illinois for a U.S. Senate seat in 1858. The senatorial campaign featured a remarkable series of public encounters on the slavery issue, known as the Lincoln-Douglas debates. Lincoln lost the Senate race, but his campaign brought national attention to the young Republican Party. In 1860, Lincoln won the party's presidential nomination. By the time of Lincoln's inauguration on March 4, 1861, seven states had seceded and the Confederate States of America had been formally established with Jefferson Davis as its elected president. One month later, the American Civil War began when Confederate forces under General P.G.T. Beauregard opened fire on Union-held Fort Sumter in South Carolina. In April 1865, Lincoln was assassinated by Confederate sympathizer John Wilkes Booth at Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C. For preserving the Union and bringing an end to slavery, and for his unique character and powerful oratory, Lincoln is hailed as one of the greatest American presidents. This is Del Wilbur, and this has been a two-minute stroll through history on America Out Loud. take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the Mass Security Hour. This is a special day, not only because it's our Declaration of Independence and celebrating that independence, but because we have the Mass Security Hour team here all together in one place. It's been about five to six months now since we started this project here with our great producer, Mary Fanning. And I'll turn it over to Mary here in just a second. But as we take a look at what happened that caused our country to drive towards independence. We saw an unruly king, and we can see the parallels today with an unruly leader in the White House. So let me turn it back over to our producer, Mary Fanning, for her comments. Mary? Thank you, Ed. Uh, what we're looking at today is um, 
first, if we had a free media, a mainstream media that was telling the American people the truth, they would understand our borders are open. If you have open borders, you have no country. A country without borders does not exist. That is exactly what Joe Biden and Barack Obama are doing. They're dismantling our country. But it is far more dangerous than that. Just like what's taken place in Europe with the EU and all the terrorists that are now uh, burning down France, understand that while what we are finding at the border are all these false documents coming out of Brazil and Argentina. Those were handed out in the Middle East to bring those people in here. That has been going on for, for years. So who knows what is coming over our border? We know how many terrorists are coming. We also know that this is unrestricted warfare. And China, China who was paying the Bidens, not just $100,000 here and there, but a billion dollars via BHR and other deals. We also know that the IRS, they sat on this deal. Gary Shapley came forward. He told that, that they were told that they were not allowed to investigate Hunter Biden. They blocked the IRS for the investigation. And then they gave them uh, minor charges when they should have been charged for, in fact, treason. This is treason. Beyond which, Hunter Biden is working with Metobiota and Burisma. They are the ones building those bioweapons in Ukraine that they sent to Wuhan. So if you can look at the, the bioweapons being built by the Bidens in those biolabs in Wuhan and in Ukraine, and you can understand the monies that they're taking from our adversaries, then it is truly time to stand up. Back to you, Ed. Oh, thanks, Mary. And, and you know, as everyone here has pointed out, there are a lot of things that this current government are doing that's corrupt. But the key thing I'd like the audience to remember is that we are not helpless. You are not helpless. You have not yet lost your freedoms. You have not let yet lost your right to vote. You have not yet lost your right to speak. So it is not up to just us. It is up to you, everyone in the listening audience, everyone in the United States to understand whether you're Republican, Democrat, left or right. This isn't about ideology, left to right ideology. This is about freedom versus tyranny. And the only thing that allows tyranny to come into the tent, under the tent and control is the lack of speaking out, the lack of voting, lack of having your voice heard and becoming complacent. Because if you're complacent, you're complicit. If you're looking for your neighbor to take action on your behalf, you're complicit. If you wait for them to knock on your door, you've waited for them to knock too late because your neighbors will be already gone. So Americans and this Independence Day, as we said up front, independence is not free. Freedom is not free. And sometimes we need to refresh the liberty tree with the blood of patriots and the blood of tyrants. This is hope that it's the blood of tyrants that we refresh it with. Let me turn back over to the two generals for their thoughts and comments. Well, let me let me lead it back in there. Uh, I think we've all pointed out different cases of violations by this administration and the Obama administration, in particular, that are violating our Constitution. We have lost sight of our goal and redoubled our effort because never before did the founding fathers think that we would get two 
former commanders in chief or one former commander in chief and the other that would be operating to destroy this constitution. The evidence is hard, it's there. It is an invisible treason that needs to be redefined and we are in the midst of trying to do that, but it is not what the founding fathers saw and that's why it's difficult for over half of the country to understand what is going on. We are the flashing yellow lights. We are the flashing yellow lights that we are facing dangers. And that all Americans, every American, must be listening to what we are saying. We are not tin hats. This is a problem that the nation has never faced before. And so also, General McInerney, we've never had military leaders like you and Paul before doing what they're doing now, what they did on January 6th, assisting in the coup, in the coup of America, the, the people at the DOD, the people at the Pentagon. The, these are not, we spend $980 billion a year and we can't even close a border. Now under your, when you were there in very high positions, I'm sure you would, you would have had something to say, but obviously Trump didn't have the military. The military wasn't on the, the American people's uh, agenda. The military was thinking something else. So, you know, the treason goes even into the uniforms. Paul, Mac Paul Valley, why don't you say something? Well, uh, thank you, Mike. Uh, well, this certainly is the most complex and stressful period uh, in my lifetime, maybe in American history. We've never seen anything like it before where we have foreign and domestic enemies at the same time. Uh, political officials not abiding by their oath. Highest inflation we've seen in 40 years, even though Biden economics supposedly is solving all of that. That's the new thing, Biden economics. Well, we have ever-increasing gas prices at the pump. Food. I mean, have you gone shopping lately? I do the shopping for the family, and I know the increase just in meat and regular groceries, cereal, whatever the, the American people, their families are buying out there. Um, but when you look at the illegal border crossers, uh, we don't even know whether it's 15, 15 or 20 uh, million that have gone in, crossed our border into the cities now. Um, wide open border. This is treason in itself. And I think like General McInerney uh, pointed out, Treason is different than was defined perhaps in our constitution and not clearly enough. Not only is there individual treason going on, but it's group treason. So we have to address that in the future. General McInerney and I are working on a new book called The Invisible uh, Treason in America, and we're gonna outline that for the American people. Hopefully we'll have that out shortly. But in our other book that's out, um, American Revolution, okay, what's going on? So we have to have an end game. What is the American's end game for the 21st century? It's really restoring America and our constitution. And the first chapter of that book is called The Awakening. We must have an awakening of the American people, getting back to honesty, trust, integrity, belief in the almighty, taking care of our children. And our book really outlines that. So I'd hope everybody uh, would read that. And you can also go to the Stand Up America U.S. Foundation. We record everything in, on there, all of the articles that we publish. 
We need your support constantly because we are fighting for America. We're fighting to restore America and we're going to do it. And we have to do it quickly. We just can't sit back and hope somebody else is going to do it. So those are my closing comments, Mike. Uh, thanks, uh, General Valley. Sure. And uh, before I turn it over to Dr. Mike for comments, Dr. Mike, you know, you're a historian type of guy, sort of like myself, uh, looks to look at history. So one of the things that always strikes me about this is that uh, our politicians continue to think this is just normal politics rather than an, an absolute blood sport for absolute power. And and the other thing that always continues to bother me, being a public servant like you, is why why has America public seem to acquiesce to have the public servants now think that the public serves them? Over to you, Dr. Mike. Well, I, you, you could see that coming. Uh, I was I was in the civil service from 1982 until 2004, I believe. And what I saw was the, the in terms of uh, Clinton, was that he was putting people into the uh, agencies, uh, into the executive branch, into the CIA, into wherever else he could do it, putting people who were dedicated to the Democratic Party and not to uh, much of anything else. And they were also willing, always oddly to me, but in our own bureaucracy in the agency, there were so many people who were willing to give the Soviets the benefit of the doubt. Uh, they, you know, when, when we proved they weren't withdrawing from Afghanistan, they were just switching out air artillery, uh, air defense artillery for an infantry brigade, for example, a little thing. But they went to the wall to defend uh, uh, the Russians against lying. It's a, it's a sick society. It's been a sick society for a long time. You're not going to get make any problem. You're not going to make any progress with citizens until we restore education to the local level, to the, the, the place where parents and local politicians can hash out what they want to teach. Oh, you mean the domestic terrorists, mom and dad? Yes, that's right. The domestic terrorists. The other thing I would say, Ed, is, is it, it, one of the things that should be rejoiced about on this Independence Day uh, is that we have the Second Amendment still. And uh, if you want to know the worth of that, look at France today. Every country in Europe has been disarmed. Look at, the, look at what they're doing to destroy Australia and New Zealand, also disarmed. If you give up your gun ever, it is a, it is a time that you've, you've admitted to trusting fools and greedy people and treasonous people. So if there's one thing to celebrate and to protect, because it's really the Second Amendment that protects all the rest of it, all the rest of the Constitution, it's, it's this Fourth of July. And just think about it and look at France and what's going to happen in the rest of Europe now. And, and uh, uh, take that to heart. And I also would say that, you know, we have to begin looking at the governorships uh, to restore uh, militias, state militias. Uh, when they hijacked the National Guard uh, back uh, in the Progressive Era out of the out of the militias, uh, they never bothered to amend the Constitution, uh, amend the Second Amendment. So the right to uh, have state militias is still there, and I think the the governors, especially of the southern states along the border, have to begin to think about how they're going to handle this problem. Uh, Dr. Mike, I would add that the American people have to step in and stop the Dems' radical agenda. Uh, we also have to rein in and dismantle the administrative state. 
we have to keep in mind that the WHO is getting ready to come with another one of their emergencies. That cannot happen. That is how they took our freedoms. That is how they uh, have implemented just what they've done right now. So we, we must remain vigilant in order to preserve our republic. Look at the boots on the neck on people uh, across Europe and, and Australia, New Zealand. That is coming here if we do not stop this. Mary, they did not take our freedoms. Let me correct you. They allowed their freedoms to be taken. They did not take our freedoms. They allowed it. They made them wear masks. They made them get jabs. No, no, no. A lot of people stood back. You didn't get it. I didn't get it. We just said no. I went out. We just said like no. But I think a lot of people were played, Colonel Mike. They, uh, they, okay. were, they yeah. were fear mongering for that purpose. Right. Well, I would say just like the Ten Commandments, the most important one is have no other gods before me. That's your Second Amendment in America. Well, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on you. So no okay. one's going to get fooled the second time around. So well, people still, to still be, there will still be a, a portion of this population, no matter what, who will believe fool me three times and four times yeah. because they voted for this, whether he was in the basement or not. So we got four minutes. I just want to wind up. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you for inviting me. Enjoy your holiday. It's it, there's a lot to reminisce and there's a lot to understand about the future. Remember. This time around, we have no Lafayette. There is no France. Next. No, you're, you're right there, Colonel Mike. So what I see here is the left has telegraphed over the last, as, as Dr. Mike said, over the last several decades, a slow and methodical pathway towards usurpation of power and subjugation of our people. And they continue on this path. And so they use covid to subjugate the people and Neil Gorsuch from the Supreme Court came back and he was astounded how quickly people acquiesced and gave up to Colonel Mike's point their freedom. But they've been preparing this battlefield for those six decades. And with the 2020 election, the ballot harvesting, the Antifa, the BLM, the Summer of Love riots, you know, they learned from what they saw in Paris over the last several years. And Antifa and BLM and others like that are on speed dial for the Democrats. They can call up their domestic terrorists at any time to incite riots and cause and disrupt things. So the key thing for Americans to take away here as we move towards closing this program out in a few minutes is you still have your voice. You still have your rights. You can still vote. So quit stop and think about voting, not Republican or Democrat, but for freedom. Who's going to uphold your freedoms? Who's going to maintain the integrity of the government? Who's going to have the government serve you rather than you serve the government? These are key questions. And you have the power still in your hands for the answer to that question, the answer to those problems. Back to you, Mary, for your comments. Um, thank you, Ed. First, General McInerney, General Vallely, you truly are the George Washington of our times. Thank you for leading this country. And I hope the people are waking up because the very same government that said that 2020 was a secure election, the most in history, that Hunter Biden committed no, no acts of criminal acts, that the, the laptop was false, that those Chinese payments uh, was disinformation, that J6 was an insurrection. These are the same people that are now looking to provoke World War III in order to cover up their crimes. So with that, uh, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, the Patriot class. I remind our listeners to come and listen to the National Security Hour. And also, we also do um, the intelligence briefing on Salem Radio on Saturday nights. We invite you to listen. 
So thank you for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear and the epic battle to defend the United States of America. Yeah.